0: hello everyone welcome to the glory room i'm prophetess lou i hope you all are having a blessed day before we get started let's pray heavenly father we thank you thank you so much for everything you've done for us father god we ask you to help us have strength in you we ask you to to help us have wisdom and knowledge as we read your word help us to understand what you're trying to say father god we ask you to open our ears so that we may hear only you help us not to have itchy ears father god father god we ask you to help us apply the word today not just just today but every day father god father god we ask you to bless the hearers and the readers of your word father god we thank you and bless your holy name in jesus mighty name amen Just like every Sunday, we have a new memory verse. And our new memory verse is John 13, 35. By this, all people would know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. John 13 and 35. Verse of the day is 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. We use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. 2 Corinthians 10 and 4. Subject of the day is God's mighty weapons. Our Christian truths are. I'm gonna pause between each one to give you opportunity to say it, if you like. I'm wearing my armor. I'm listening to God. I won't wobble. I am grounded. This world would shake its head at our prayer And try to make fun of our ways they will even try to tear us down but what they do and say things to discourage us from the way we live our lives but we can't allow what they do to steer us away from god we shouldn't allow what they do and what they say hurt us we must understand that when the enemy comes after us he will come to try to break us we must be ready at all times and how we do how we prepare for battle is prayer and fasting One time the disciples had an opportunity to deliver this boy from a spirit, and they couldn't do it. And so the man came to the source, which is Jesus. He said, I asked your disciples to heal my boy, but they couldn't. And Jesus said to him, this kind can only come out by prayer, Mark 9 and 29. He told them this this kind can come out only by prayer. Prayer is the only way to win against the enemy, and using the name of Jesus is the only way to be victorious against Satan. Having faith that when we do this, we will succeed is the only way we can stand against him. As long as we are doing anything in our own strength, we will forever fail. God is looking for a group of people who will stand up against the wiles of the devil and not fall prey to them. God is looking for people who will deny their flesh and pick up their cross and follow him. If you're not doing this, you need to start standing with God and not against him. Ephesians 6 and 11, put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the devil's schemes. It says here, put on the whole armor of God, not pieces, not what we think we can use, not what we think is best but if we put on the full armor of god we will succeed but when we do it in our strength in our knowledge we will fall every time don't let people fool you Don't let people tell you you don't need to pray. The times we are living in, it's best we pray. We should call upon the name of God because if we don't, we will have itchy ears for the wrong things. We'll start listening to the wrong people. Start asking God to renew you so you can walk in him. Verse 12, for our struggles is not against the flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against authorities and against powers of the dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The Bible tells us this verse that we don't struggle against people and authorities in the government but against powers of darkness of this world against spirits and forces that are not seen people aren't coming against you they're coming against the spirit you carry you're they're coming against Jesus when people are trying to break your spirit the spirit that they, they are carrying is trying to break you from God they're trying to tear you from his hands but when we participate in the things of the light they can't do it at all we have to say under our breath is I rebuke you Satan I see you and I have power and authority of Jesus inside me to rebuke you verse 13 therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground and have and having done everything to stand the last verse we we're going to look at tells us to put the full armor on so that we can stand on our ground. the bible says after you did everything stand don't fall don't wobble don't let go continue to be who god has called you to be today the holy spirit is saying to stand don't give satan anything don't for a minute bow to satan because when we do We leave ourselves open to be attacked. We allow ourselves to be open to failing. We allow ourselves to turn our back on God. We don't have to do that. All we have to do is pray, fast, and have faith, and stand, and God will do the rest. Prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything. We ask you to forgive us of our sins. Father, God, show us the way, and we will fall. We are sorry if we haven't <clears throat> been fasting. We, If we haven't been praying, Father, give us a desire to stand strong. Help us not to bend the knee. Father, we ask you to show us how important it is to wear the armor. Lord, help us to draw near to you so we won't fall. Lord, the, this world is so cruel and tough and sometimes it's hard. But Father, we ask you to give us strength to stand. <clears throat> give us strength to be who we are in you and not be ashamed. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the topic today is God's Mighty Weapon. I'll give everyone a second to grab a drink of water or their Bible. Just a few seconds. Just a friendly reminder. um, The memory verse, the verse of the day, feather reading reference is always going to be at the bottom of every podcast. So you can refer back to that if you like. Okay, God's Mighty Weapon. Now, we all have heard the verse of Ephesians 6. Let's get our Bible real quick. Let's go ahead and pop that Bible open. Ephesians 6. I'm going to go ahead and go there. I'm going to still talk, but i just rather for some of us to get there now than to wait. Um, if you don't know where Ephesians is, you can use your index, but um, <clears throat> it's best that you learn it without looking at the index um if you know where galatians is at, it's right behind galatians if you know where um second corinthians at go second corinthians galatians ephesians there we go okay but if you have to look at your index you can do that too okay so we all have heard of ephesians 6 the whole armor of god we all realize that's something we must have on but some of us only do <clears throat> pieces of it we only put on what we think we need like um let's start at um actually I would like to do this in um was it uh King James version Um when I was younger I went to school and went to church and this uh guy um went over the whole Ephesians 6 and that was what he stayed studying on all the time every time I went the Bible study that's what he studied on And he didn't go to NIV. He didn't go to the NLT. He went straight to the King James Version. So those of you that likes the King James Version, we will be (laughs) coming out of that today. Um, But what we're going to look at is verse 17. Well, no, verse 16. It says, in addition to all these things, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. We have to have faith. That when we hold up our shield, which is our faith, and we hold on to God, that God will block every fiery dart of the enemy. We're going to pause right there. The enemy will do anything he can to throw anything at you. It will be someone from your past. It will be your family. It will be your job. It will be your spouse. He will do anything he can to throw anything at you. But you must believe that when you stand strong in God, when you have faith in God, that God, when you hold your faith, when you stand on your faith, that it will block your fire, fiery darts of the enemy. Now, the thing about the story about the, the little boy had the, the spirit and the, the disciples couldn't pray him out. This, to me, story shows us two things one that we have to pray we have to stay prayed up we never know when someone's going to ask for prayer two we should um always go to the source we can go to our pastors we can go to uh the prophetess or the bishop we can go to our friends or neighbors excuse me but we need to go to the source which is jesus we can we have to rely that we have to rely on that when we go to jesus that he will help us that he will deliver us from anything that we have a problem with and the problem is that we have so many outlets that we can rely on that we don't rely on him as much as we should we think oh it's okay i got it he he don't have to help me or oh okay it's okay i can do it i'm big enough to handle it no no we must always go to the source which is jesus first he is our source he is our power source we are just plugs plugging into a box waiting to get our source our power from god god is the power box um the other day i um i was at work and my my dad came and he gave me this power box that had the usb cord and it had all these little outlets i could plug all my stuff in I'm, i'm electronics girl so i love electronics so i have my chargers there at work with me and so my dad said Oh, um, Lou, the, the great thing about this 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 charging port I bought you, it has it where you could put the little thingies on. And my dad's not tech savvy, so he, he just knew there was little thingies that he seen me use. I said, oh, you're talking about the USB ports? He's like, yeah. He said, you just plug it right in there, right directly, in there. you don't have to use the block. I said, oh, OK, cool. And so when he hooked it up, I gave him his space because I was super excited. And so I gave him about 10, 15 minutes. He left. And when I went in there, I seen the USB ports. And to me, those are just the, the best thing ever because you get to hook wherever your, your power source is directly into the power port. You don't have to get a brick and usually Apple doesn't give, I have Apple phone. Um, and most of my stuff are Apple, but they don't give you a block all the time. You have to either order off Amazon or go borrow one from your sister. Or my sister had one laying around, I grab hers, you know, whatever. So I don't have to look for that anymore. I can just plug directly into the source. And so when I plugged it up, my I heard my phone go, dee, dee. I'm like, yes, I'm plugged directly into the port, which is going to make it move charge faster. It's not going through the brick and going through the cord and going to my phone anymore. It's going right from the power source to my phone. Direct communication, direct connection. You see, when we go to Christ, when we go to God first, we're going directly to our power source. We're going straight to him. We're no longer going to all these other outlets we're going directly to him and we're saying jesus i need you we're not going to the pastor and say hey pastor can you pray for me yeah you know he's a prayer warrior or we call uh, i know you can hear prayer through i can't but i know you can you're a prayer warrior it's okay to call prayer warriors but it's best that you go to the source because it's quicker it's easier and it makes us use our faith okay so another um piece of armor that we have it says put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit which is the word of god it's telling us there that we have to have our helmet on which is the the salvation now we all should know when we're saved now some of us might not but if you don't know that you're saved i'll either try to post a link or you can message me and i try to post a link to to, to give you a devotion that would show you if you're saved. I, I wrote a devotional on it, if I can find it to post it on there. But you should put on your salvation, your helmet. It's important that we have that helmet on. It blocks anything from happening, it blocks the enemy from throwing anything at us and planting seeds in our mind of anxiety, depression. Because when we have the helmet on, it just ping, 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 it's bouncing off of it, it, it can't penetrate it. Because we have a strong helmet on and it says, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We have to have the word of God. Now we have to take it with us, but we also need to use it. We also need to read it. We also need to declare and look at its promises and proclaim it over our life. But some of us just tote it. Some of us just tote our Bible to, to school or in school or work or wherever we're at. We, we just tote it. But do we open it? Do we rightly divide the scriptures and say, this is applying to my life. I need this. Or do we wake up in the morning when we pray and after we pray, we read our word. Do we give the Holy Spirit opportunity to teach us? That's how we grow. That's how we learn these, these verses that we're looking at and we're like, okay, the word says that I need my sword. I need the helmet of salvation. But if you don't never read it, when people talk like this, you're like, what are they talking about? These people are crazy. No, they're not crazy. We must put on our armor and not pieces. Okay, it says in verse 18, pray in the spirit at all times and every occasion. Stay alert and persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Listen, prayer is essential to this Christian walk if you're not praying if you're not praying you need to start praying today it says stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere we must be persistent in prayer this is another reason why some of us fall prey to the enemy his schemes because we like to sit there and not pray oh i don't have time to pray i pray to god on work give him a five minute pray prayer or i pray before bed i pray to him as i go to sleep okay the enemy's going to put you in a quick sleep, a quick fast. The other day, I, I I couldn't sleep. I kept tossing and turning. Couldn't sleep at all. So I, I asked um, my Alexa, I said, oh, what time is it? And she's like, "Uh, it's, she says, ten 20. And I said, oh, okay. I'm like, I got 10 more minutes and I have to get up. I was like, goodness, this is terrible. I didn't get to sleep at all. Because I get up from 1030 to about 1 o'clock. And I pray, send out devotions, whatever I have to do. And I'm like, I was thinking to myself, this is terrible. And so the moment I said that, my eyes got so heavy, I dozed off and I jumped up and I literally said, no, 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 Satan, I am getting up to pray today. And I prayed for an hour. I prayed because I knew the enemy was trying to set me up because I haven't slept. He's going to make sleep so desirable that I would be like, oh, it's okay. I'm so tired. I won't pray. No, I got right up and I prayed. When I got through doing everything I had to do, the Lord put me to sleep just like that. Now, I'm not saying to stay up, you know, if you can't sleep, you know, and, and, you know, and I'm not saying mess up your schedule. But I'm saying for me, for that particular night, the enemy wanted me to miss out on prayer. Prayer is important that we do every day. We, we can't miss it. We, we can't be casual about it. It's almost as serious as our contracts were at Verizon. You know when Verizon says your bill is due on the 22nd, you're going to have that money in your account on the 22nd. Why? Because you know you want your phone on. You know you want to keep streaming TikTok and Instagram. That is important to you. Prayer should be the same way. You should set a designated time if you know you're not going to remember. And a lot of people are like, Oh, if you set a designated time, that means you're trying to just carve out time for God, sister. And that's not right. You need to just pray by the, by, by just doing it anytime you want to. You shouldn't just carve out time. That's not right. You don't carve out time for God. Let me tell you something. If you know that you're irresponsible with time, that is nothing wrong with you carving out time and saying, I'm gonna pray at 10 o'clock with God. I'm gonna pray at nine o'clock with God. I'm gonna wake up at two and pray for God, pray with God. There's nothing wrong with that. To me, that's responsible. That's saying, I have a problem with time and I need to do this. Set your alarm, set little reminders, write a sticky note, whatever you got to do, remind yourself that you have to pray. It is nothing wrong with it? Don't let no one make you feel ashamed that that's how you have to remember to pray some of us can remember oh i have to pray but some of us can't some of us just have such a busy lifestyle it doesn't matter as long as you pray no we shouldn't be judging anyone about that but that is the armor right there um and what we also have to understand as well is that on verse 12 if you can go back up um it says for we are not fighting against let me look i'm not in king james version. Give me just a second. I thought it was there. Okay, verse 12. It says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rules of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That is the demons. That is spirits. We're not wrestling against these, these against Mary and against Bob and the county. We are wrestling against the spirit that they carry. And a lot of times we don't see that. A lot of times we get upset and we're like, oh, this person don't like me or that person don't like me. No, they don't like you. They don't like the spirit that you're toting, which is Jesus. Everywhere I go, I, I, not that I have a problem, that people tend to mistreat me. And I realize this because I carry the spirit of God and it it, it makes people feel uncomfortable. So they want to get rid of me fast. They're like, here, take your food. Here, take this. Or here, get out of the way. I don't want to talk to you. And a lot of people avoid helping me because they don't like to be, they don't like to feel uncomfortable. Because when you carry the spirit of Jesus and you're walking in the light of God and you're praying, you're meditating, you're constantly staying consistent with your prayers and you're standing on your beliefs, people will feel uncomfortable around you. People will do anything they can to tear you down. And it's gonna be hard for you to understand this. It's gonna be hard for you to grasp this if you're a babe in Christ. Don't let that bother you because the enemy wants that to bother you. He wants to let you, he wants you to, he wants to make you feel that no one likes you, that the whole world hates you. And it's the spirits that they told him that hate you. And it took me a while to get there. I would come back from the store upset. I would be so mad. I would be so angry. Sometimes I even would cry because I just wonder, why do people mistreat me? I even asked my mom that one time. I said, Ma, I said, so why do people mistreat me? And she just looked at me and she said, she said, hold on. She said, let me play something for you. And she found this video and she said, she listened listen to it. And the video basically told me that when you carry what God has given you, and you're carrying the anointing of god the demons will shake the demons will be scared they will be uncomfortable they're living in these people because they can't they don't understand why they feel uncomfortable they don't understand why they have a a a, a feeling that's over them it's a feeling that they get that they don't like And so they want to get rid of you because you're carrying the spirit of God. Let me tell you something, stand strong. Don't buckle. Don't bend the knee. Don't wobble. Stand strong and know that you are walking in the light of God. And when you do that, people will be uncomfortable. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep walking in what you're walking in, which which is Christ. Okay, let's look at a couple reference verses. And no, we don't have that much time. We only have five minutes. So let's look at Joshua 6 this is also going to go back to um, what we was talking about. 6. Go to verse 20 if you can. Okay, we're in not It says, when people heard the sound of the ram horns, they shouted as loud as they could. Suddenly the walls of Jericho collapsed and the Israelites charged straight into the town and captured it. NIV. And the people shouted and the trumps were bone. As soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted a great shout and the walls fell down flat. So that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him and captured the city. If you never read the story of Jericho falling down please when you get a moment when the spirit leads you read Joshua 6 read the whole thing okay so at this time uh the people of Israel is walking around this the city walking around the walls of Jericho they're walking and walking if you if you go in the beginning of this um or somewhere in in, in between the story God tells them they have to walk around it and so when they walk around and when they hear the trumpet when they when they hear a noise, when they hear a loud sound, they need to blow the trumpet. They need to blow the ram horns. They, they shouted as they did as they could and suddenly the walls came down. Sometime what this verse is telling us that sometime the things that the enemy try to do, the things that the enemy try to come up against us, he can't break our walls. He cannot He can try all he can, but he cannot break our walls as long as we're doing what the Lord asks us to do. Another thing to look at this verse as is that when we're trying to deliver someone from something, is that sometimes it takes a little while longer to break the walls that are around them, but they can be broken. We have to continue to be persistent and listen to God. They did not break stride, they kept walking around the walls of Jericho, they kept walking around the walls, kept walking around the walls, kept walking around the walls. And then the walls came down. Sometimes we must praise God to break the walls that's trying to build up around our mind. And when we shout and we praise him, the the praises and the worshiping will break the walls that are around our mind, the anxiety, the depression. It will break the walls that the enemy have built around our mind. All we have to do is give God a shout. All we have to do is give God some praise. It's nothing that the, the, the word of God and praise or worship can't do. We have to set the atmosphere. We have to learn to praise God. We have to learn to worship God because sometimes we just need to shout for God. Sometimes we need to just pray to God. Sometimes we need to fast and pray. And when we do those things, the enemy can't stand. The things that he put in our mind can't stand. They must go away. But we must set the atmosphere when we pray, when we worship. I used to see my mom walk around the table and she would pray and shout. And I'd be like, goodness, could she just quiet down while I play this game? Or goodness, could she quiet down while I I put this puzzle together? Or, Or whatever I was doing, I just wanted her to be quiet. But as I got older, she was praying and worshiping God because she knew what she needed to do to stay strong. She knew that if she sung a pray a praise to God, that God will break the enemy's yoke. Sometimes what we need to do is break the enemy's yokes by using God's mighty weapons. When we don't use God's mighty weapons, we will fall prey. What happens is we forget about God's mighty weapons, which is prayer, worship, and fasting. We forget about using our faith. We forgot, we forget to use the things that god has given us to stand we forget that because we think it's easier to do it our way but let me tell you something when we start doing things our way we will fall but the moment that you declare god word over your life you start breaking yokes. you start tearing down the walls of the enemy but we have to be persistent we have to be disciplined we must do it every day i hope you enjoyed this devotional i did um, I never looked at the the walls of Jericho like that until I asked the Holy Spirit. I said, "Please give me understanding of this verse." And He did. Um, when you when you're reading your Word, ask ask Him before you get started to give you understanding, give you wisdom and knowledge, so that you can understand what what you're reading, not just to be reading it. I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Be blessed. Thank you.